You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, of course, and we've got uh, all kinds of stuff going on in Major League Baseball today. We've got the early slate, we got the later early slate, and then we've got the main slate. There's so many slates to get to, Chris Meany. I don't know. I haven't had my coffee yet, so this should be a special one. All the slates. Oh, yeah, I got the coffee here. It's a little too warm. Um, we'll have all it for the, the show. So many slates, Chris. So Meany. many We're going to break slates. down all the slates, okay? Yeah, if you, I mean, if you don't play on FanDuel, we've been pumping FanDuel all year. It really is the way to go with all the value that's been there. But there's a very early, there's an all day, there's an early only, there's a main. So there's lots of different ways that you can go if you're playing on FanDuel. But if you are a DraftKings player, then you know. Um, the big slate today is is early in the morning. Uh, we got a few one o'clock games here this afternoon and a couple twos and a couple threes. Yeah, so everything's broken down weird. So FanDuel's got their own little section there. DK's got their regular, you know, break it down day versus night. So that's a little bit easier. So we'll try to maneuver through all those things. But first, let's get to yesterday where the streak is alive. Chris Meany is running red hot right now. Another home run call for you. Not only did you get the home run call right yesterday, but you got the Trockman thing right too. My goodness, he's he's like your new best friend, right? He really is. Yeah, he's my new best friend. Hopefully, he carries me to a couple championships and he wins us <laughs> wins us some monies. Uh, you know, in the DFS world, See, he, he's been good. I mean, again, he's just getting everyday playing time with uh, Aaron Hicks out of the lineup. He made a great catch last night too, highlight reel, and another guy that we've been talking about. And I have to say, it's slow for the Reds because. It is a name that just doesn't roll off the tongue all that great. But Aristides Aquino, uh, he's a big boy for Cincinnati. He's getting opportunity with all the trades with Puig gone. He's been hitting cleanup. You should see his stance. He just he he basically stands square at the at the pitcher, and it's intimidating. He went yard last night, and he's had a, a heck of a three games since the call ups. There's another guy just to keep an eye on going forward. The Reds are not in action today, though. Well, we'll definitely talk about him on the next show, too. Plus, and speaking of next shows, don't forget, NFL DFS show starting this week. So get over there and subscribe to the pre-snap because uh, football is coming. So let's uh, continue on here. We had six home runs in that Yankee game. By the way, Santander went yard to one of the guys we've been highlighting on that show, this show over and over again, saying he's a good value. He's got pop when he's at home and a good matchup. Take him. Uh, continuing on, Brian Reynolds went yard yesterday. He got two from Jorge Soler. Um, only only eight runs in that game against Boston and Kansas City. That was depressing for me. That was. I, I mean, come on, really? The biggest letdown of the night, to be honest with you. Yeah, Huge. rolling through the games, that was the one that, um, you know, we definitely got wrong. It's it, certainly me from a betting standpoint. I always figured at least the over. Yeah, and besides Aquino in that game, too, you also had uh, Suarez hitting his 30th and Mike Trout hitting his 38th. So big um, there. <laughs> Look, Verhagen, by the way. <laughs> Coming up with the W, I just want to point that out after yeah. the jokes and whatnot. Still 16 runs in that game, but whatever, you know, W is a W. Yeah. We were right about Zach Wheeler yesterday. He was excellent. Shut out innings against the Marlins. Exactly what we wanted. Exactly why we talked about him. Exactly why he was the best ROI in cash game last night. That was the whole point. Pete Alonso with his 36th home run. 
I mean, Ooh, 36. I mean, the guy is just smoking hot right three now. Three off the league league. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Austin Meadows continues his bounce back campaign here in these uh, last few weeks with another dinger, his 19th. Uh, continuing on here, we had uh, Anderson beating Lester, which was very surprising. The eight runs there, so we got that wrong. I mean, look, the numbers tell you what. The numbers tell you that all year long, John Lester at home has been absolute money. He was not. That's baseball. That sucks. But yeah. we'll take the beat on that one. It was a bad one, but we got the cash game right with Wheeler for sure. Lester was I, – I was all full front on that. I will go ahead, take the abuse. It's my bad. But, look, I mean, when you, when the numbers are that stark and that competitive and you're also taking the DH of American League lineup, usually yeah. that works out. It didn't. So we have to move on. Zach Greinke was also – uh, got the W in his uh, debut there against the Rockies. So at least he had a, a a fellow opponent. We also were very, very right about fading Barrios on this slate yesterday. Oh, yeah. We were he right about it. He got lit up in a hurry. He got lit up in a hurry. So we got a little bit better after, you know, so much for the John Lester thing. But we were right on Barrios. We were right on Wheeler. That was the right way to go. We were right on Kershaw, but we preferred Wheeler for the return on investment. And I'll still stand by that. But overall, yep. it was a it was a fun night. Outside of the disappointing Red Sox total and outside of the disappointing John Lester start, it was pretty much what we said it would be. Uh, also, by the way, real quick, the Phillies, 12 runs in that game. But just want to point out, aren't you happy I steered you away from Jake Arietta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. Yes. You know what I'm not nothing happy about? And we, and we just nothing good. We got that over in that game. We didn't even really have to sweat it out. The Phillies didn't do their part, though. Uh, but even still, we got the over there. You know, the the one that I'm I'm not overly thrilled with, and I I got on him a little bit later on over at over at TQE, just diving into you know just the game write ups, was uh, Demilson Lamette, and you know that was a good start from him. We kind of glossed over him, and we were like, ah, no, you know, we should really just kind of spend your money on Wheeler and Granky. Um, but he had a really strong outing. I mean, 12K through seven. And oh, now just looking into yeah. Seattle over the last three weeks, they've struck out the most in baseball over the last yeah. three weeks. It's I something mean, we've really got it. And now Beckham. Yeah, out of that lineup Beckham too, is so. now out of that lineup. I know that you missed it. He was phenomenal. suspended for uh, 80 yeah. games for the uh, PEDs. So. Exactly. You know, he hasn't been great, but you no, take him but out of that another, lineup and it just gets weaker. That's exactly. The thing. It's another replacement. And yeah. finally, leaving on a high note again, Annabelle Sanchez with another W. Perfect. Lock it up. You're Lock right. It up. What a season this guy's having. I mean, now he he lowered his ERA to 3.67. We talked about how he's only allowed more than four runs in a start once, and it came in Colorado, and he's only allowed more than three runs four times out of his 21 starts. He's had a phenomenal season for them, just under the radar. Not a guy who's going to strike a lot of people out, but he's going to do what he did last night. Six innings, one earned run, 3K, W. That's a return on investment especially with the salary he was at he was exactly. pretty darn low and that's the thing look it was it was secondary pitcher kind of a thing if you had him as a secondary pitcher he was a really good return allowed you to go up to the last uh some of the bigger bats and everything else that you want in your lineup so it was a pretty good day one or two things didn't go our way but we'll take the lumps when we have such a good success rate and we really have i mean we've been very very good and last night was very good i would say last night was what a B minus? You think it would be minus? Yeah, is it B minus? I'd like to hear from Dan a little bit later on, and just about the home run calls. Like, I feel like if it's not me, it's you, and if it's not you, it's me, or if it's not us, it's Nitro. Oh, like, or it, three of us. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would really like to, Ryan Humphreys has been killing it too. Yeah, I, I would really like to just kind of see. Yeah, we got to get the, the days that we. I want to know the days so. we've gotten wrong, to be honest. But yeah, yeah we'll, I mean, we got to finish strong here in August, and we'll see what happens. 
Absolutely. All right, so let's get after it today, and let's figure out the slate, and let's start with that 12 o'clock game. Jordan Yamamoto, who got bummed from yesterday's start uh, against Steven Matz for the Mets. Uh, Matz has been better lately, and then and then he laid a turd. Uh, so, look, this is a tough one for me because you look at the pricing, and you're looking for secondary pitchers. I think against the Marlins, I feel good about Matz at home. His numbers at home have been better. Then again, I said that about John Lester yesterday, and that didn't work out either. But I'm I'm going to take my shot there because it's so cheap on the DK full day as a secondary pitcher. I like that investment uh, in terms of FanDuel pricing where we're just doing the early groups together. He's 8.6, a little bit more expensive, uh, probably a little bit more difficult when you look at it. Uh, you know, actually, it's really not because then you get to the the, the 2 o'clock games with Garrett Cole. I mean, really, is Matt's like the best pitcher on FanDuel side too for the ones? Yeah, he, he really may be. Um, again, very early only. There's a lot of different slates. So if you're playing right, the, the very, very early, early only right, that's on what I'm FanDuel, you get the five games. And Matt's is up at the top at 8.6, but – even still, eight six is is not expensive, really. It's not no. Well, so you can still I, get Alonzo at three nine in that lineup. You can get McNeil at three four. You can Met stack against Yamamoto, which is fine. Then you can dance with some of these other lineups that we're going to like in a little bit. Yeah, and you're right about the splits. I mean, a two point zero six ERA at home. That's over forty eight innings. His ERA is almost seven on the road, and he has been really good of late. And the Mets just continue to roll. They're the hottest team in baseball. We said that yesterday. So. They're getting some runs and they're getting some pitching. I mean, this team is scary right now. This is the time of the year that you want to get going and they're going right now. So I like Matt's a lot. I think he can get the W and I think he can do enough for you in terms of strikeouts. Now look how difference, uh, what a difference a day makes basically, because you have Zach Plesak and Yorado in this game today who got rained out yesterday. And because of the way the slate was put together, there was, there was no interest whatsoever. But now that it's the, early only very early slate on FanDuel at 7-5 I think Plesak is also in play because he's yeah. been pretty good because he's at home and all those other things but yesterday not even close but when you're talking about isolating now that changes everything and that's why you can't you can't just paint with a with a wide brush on these things you have to really take them and really break them down piece by piece and section by section and in this section I think Plesak uh, with the 7-5 and and also the 7-7 on DK is another good pitcher that I would kind of lean towards today. The other one's Brennan McKay at 8-5 on DK. But outside of that, I don't know. I don't think any other pitcher really besides Plesak and McKay and Matt's really interest me. No, I I agree. And if you're playing on, on FanDuel, luckily you just have to pick one because I feel like there's going to be some runs in Detroit between the White Sox and the, and the Tigers. I mean, we just talked about how we got 16 there yesterday in that doubleheader. The Jays are not getting any respect. The kids are going. I mean, Bo Bichette again. I mean, he's the fastest player in MLB history to 10 extra base hits. He's rolling. You got Biggio who had home run yesterday. Vlad's rolling. Like, I like McKay too, but I'm a little concerned with some of the Jays. Definitely going to get some runs in Minnesota and Atlanta. And then we got, you know, Garrett Cole, who's just so expensive. So if you're just trying to find that value, I believe it is Plesak. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I I think it is. Uh, So those are the kind of guys. Now, offensively, are you buying into the Jays against the Rays and the and the left-hander McKay today? Got a lot of righty bats in that lineup with Bichette, with Vlad. There's some yeah, there. there are. Um, and Biggio will probably stay in that lineup, even though it's a lefty-lefty. They're still, you know, early in the year they were hiding him against left-handed pitching, but they're playing him now. They're playing the kids. Uh, I don't mind McKay actually in a tournament. I I won't stack Jays, but what I what I will do. And yesterday they were they had a three point five team implied total. That's too low. For people that are making the prop bets, and we'll have some bets at the end, you can put that into your parlays, whether you like a game, maybe it's over-under in the Minnesota-Atlanta game, maybe it's just the Mets by two. You want to find that third game. 
I like the Jays over 3.5 runs. I think they're getting disrespected. Like, I think that's a, a decent value there. That's plus money. You jump on that, they score four runs, and, you know, you're on your way. You don't have to worry about them winning the game. All right. Big, big price variance here for you. Nelson Cruz in this game against the lefty Max Freed is 5-7 on DK. But he's just 4-5 on FanDuel, so I still think he's a very good investment. It's a great matchup for him. I like the righty bats in this one. I like Mitch Garver at 3-2 on FanDuel. And I also want to highlight as well some of the right-handed bats on the other side, including Josh Donaldson and Adam Duvall. Uh, Duvall is a guy who's had a very good run here. I like all of those guys tonight. All the righty bats, excuse me, I should say this afternoon, all those righty bats in this game to me are very much in play. And that's where I'm going for offense when you're just talking about the one o'clocks on the FanDuel side. I think that's where you want to go. Let's move on to the twos. And now we start moving into the the, the later early slate here on the FanDuel side. Now you got Garrett Cole involved in 11-8, which is going to be expensive, obviously, but he's worth it. He's 11-9 on DK. Uh, I love him against Peter Lambert today. I think that's a lock cash game. Don't get fancy. Get their best Garrett Cole lineup you can and then cash. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, absolutely. There's really not a whole lot to say besides that. I mean, there's not a lot of studs on this board today. So if you can find a way to get him in, it's just where are we going to go for offense? Where are we going to pair up, uh, you know, with Garrett Cole? I well, look, if, if you're Oakland. on DK and you want to pair up Garrett Cole, we talked about Matt's earlier. We talked about Plesak. And then you've got opportunities even with Dustin May in his second start at home at 7-5 against the Cardinals. You could consider him. You could consider Quintana, but I think it's a little dangerous especially after they beat up the lefty Lester last night. And then you got Jack Flaherty, who I know, I don't know what to do with Jack Flaherty anymore. I got to be honest with you, Chris. <laughs> I throw my hands up. I cannot get a beat on this guy. So what's your take on Flaherty in Los Angeles? It's another time. Yeah, it is. But I think he's a good tournament play because because of that, because it's a tough assignment. Okay, I mean, that's fair. Nicholas did okay yesterday there. I mean, Flaherty has been money. He Go look at the game log. I mean, it's been two or fewer runs now. In five straight outings and nine strikeouts, nine, seven, eight. And those are against good teams. Like his last two starts against the Cubs and the Astros. I mean, he's, he, he came away of those two outings, only allowed two runs and 18 strikeouts. So he's looking like the Flaherty that we thought we were going to get. I think it's a tournament play only. One guy that I kind of have some interest in that you can maybe pair up with a Garrett Cole, just looking at maybe a W, is Joe Ross at 6'8 in San Fran. I mean, it's not phenomenal, but he can. I mean, he's coming off an outing where he had 19 DraftKings points. It was in Arizona. I mean, he, he did walk five, but he struck out three. Uh, they were scoreless. All, all his five innings were scoreless. And the Nationals probably do enough there to get a win. I think they're a better team. They've been road dogs in San Fran in this series. I don't quite understand it. So, I, I mean, I can get behind that one, I guess. It's just the upside just really uh, isn't there with the other guys. But he's showing up on line stars a pretty decent value, and I agree. <clears throat> It's very tricky to look for offense in this uh, slate if you're going cash game in the FanDuel late early on FanDuel. I think it's difficult because if you do want to go up to Garrett Cole, you don't have a whole lot of money left to spend. So where would you go? Where's the cheap potential offense here in these this small cluster of games we have? Is it potentially a little bit of Washington and San Fran? Yeah, um, you know, it might be like the Dozier's. The Dozers and the Howie Dozier Robles, the, world. The, yeah, the Dozier those... Robles grouping that we, we tend to fall back on sometimes in these. So if you put Cole in there, you got two nine, you got two nine to go with the the rest of the four games, and you know we've been talking about Oakland. I mean th that's that's not a bad way to go. I mean you can roll through some some Oakland players. I mean Matt Olson is three three. That's kind of just right above where uh, the threshold is for the average when you get Cole in there. Um, Marcana is three one. 
Matt Chapman's three, four. Maybe you get those guys in there. Chad Pender is only two, nine. How about Piscotti at three? He had a home run yesterday at four RBIs. Like that, that's kind of the way I would go. There's, I don't really want to go Cardinals. Actually, would you go Cardinals? I know you, you mentioned May and five, eight on FanDuel is very interesting for him, but there are at least yeah. some, some cheap bats in that St. Louis lineup that potentially if you're going tournament way, but I wouldn't do it cash. So to answer your original question, like cash with Cole. It's tough. I think I'd go Washington and Oakland. I think yeah, I think that's yeah, where I would go. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Washington and Oakland. Or if you you think if you don't like Ross, then maybe the San Francisco and San Francisco and Washington, and yeah. just kind of hope for a big total there, which is not impossible. Right. I mean, Even Anderson's a big contact guy, right? I mean, yeah. he, he checks an eighty-five percent contact rate. So some of these guys, like I know Soto's four one, he's expensive, but Matt Adams, he gets in there. Robles, you mentioned three one. Yeah, Dozier, the Adams two, Dozier six. Robles grouping on FanDuel, you can pair with Cole, and that's a good little grouping there. Where I think you, yeah. I think I think that'll play, and that's why you just you just need it to be slightly productive because you just want Cole to carry you anyway in the single right. pitcher. So it's not as big of a deal. At six forty, you get Lucchese against Kikuchi, so this is a good opportunity for Lucchese yeah, because very everything you talked about at the top of the show with the Mariners striking out a ton. So if you're able to work that game uh, into a slate tonight, it's something to consider. I would strongly consider Lucchese plus Tatis with a home run last night. He's at 4-3 on FanDuel. Obviously, we always know his pricing is always way more on DK. It's always very high. He's 5-1. And then everything kind of drops off. Boy, do they love Tatis over there on DK. They really do. Oh, do do they ever, yeah. Uh, But you know what? Even, I'll tell you what, you know, you continue to go down and and drill down to the lineup too. Hunter Renfro at 3K on FanDuel is another, you know, that's a great value. Again, it's all... Problem is, like, how are you going to work it in the slate? How's that all work out for you? All right, let's go on to the evening now where things get a little bit easier. You got James Paxson, who we've been picking on for, oh, I don't know, almost all year, it feels like, against John Means. It's a John Means sighting tonight. So, I don't know. You got the two lefties on the hill. I expect more offense in this one. You know, you would hope that Paxson could handle <laughs> the Orioles, but I don't know. Again, my faith has been shaken in this guy this year so much. And he's 9K on DK, which is super cheap. Do you think that he can do enough tonight against the Orioles to warrant a 9K salary on DK? Because that's a bit of a discount. Yeah, it is. I think so. When you're looking at this late slate, I mean, there's only four games. Like, where are you really going to go? It's it's either you choose Paxton or you go with Erod. Or you get real dicey with some other guys and you take some shots. So I, you know, the ownership's probably going to be pretty high, and I, you know, he probably will allow a couple runs and and a home run. I mean, he's allowed eighteen and nineteen starts. He's allowed five in his last two. I mean, he's allowing bombs. He's walking guys. His last time he played Baltimore in Baltimore, he gave up eight hits and four runs. Like, but he did still strike out nine, and I think that's where we could get you know at least a little bit of a return on investment. Yankees are probably going to get the W there as well. So you know, you're not really left with a lot of choices in the late slate. Uh, so I, I would have some shares to him for shares with him for sure. I, I do like Erod slightly more, but I mean, there's not a lot of options, Joe, in this in the four game slate here. No, it's really not. And then you got, but yeah, Pomeranz and Trevor Wilson. So and that's, Pomeranz that's probably going to go a couple innings, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But look, it's, so starting a long time. I, I agree with you. I do believe that you can roll a Paxton tonight. You know, because it's it's funny because this is like especially on FanDuel today. It's it's literally like three slates you're playing, <laughs> like where it's almost like a. which is rare usually it's even two you really got like three today and it's very wacky you know it's and the way that the they happen to be shaking out too where really there's only one great cash game guy on the on the whole card and that's garrett cole so really you got to take shots and be right i'm good with taking a shot on paxton tonight too i think you take the shot 
I think he's good enough to go in there and and beat Baltimore Orioles. I agree. Um, and in terms of looking at value to in that Yankee lineup, DD's very expensive on DK, but not on FanDuel. Again, we talked about the cheaper guys in the Yankee lineup. We talked about him. I mean, how if you're even looking for lineup builders tonight, a guy like Cameron Maben, if he's in the lineup at two eight, and your guy Trackman yeah. again three three. Yeah. Know, there's so much value there. Um, Milwaukee and Pittsburgh, though. Let's talk about this one because uh, it seems like this Milwaukee lineup is is starting to get hot again. And Keston Hira is down to 3-1 right now on FanDuel. That's a price we have not seen for Hira in some time. And I'd like to buy at that price tonight. Who do you want to buy? And is this a night to buy if he's in the lineup? Christian Yelich, who has also been smoking hot lately. And Yeah, you get the night him? off yesterday. I think so, yeah. I think you get in on him, Mike Moustakis, Eric Thames. So just looking at you know Trevor Williams, 5.5 uh, ERA at home and lefties have really just they've killed them a 331 average 536 slugging a 380 woba you go look a little bit deeper into the hard hit rates i mean the fly ball rate the hard hit rate it really favors lefties here so uh, absolutely i think this is i think this is a stack and if you are playing on fanal because we're talking about the weird slates you could actually get lucchese in there as your pitcher on the late slate and that'll save you a bit of cash. You go 7-3 instead of 9-6 on Paxson. You know, Paxson's still an option. But then you can afford a guy like Christian Yelich and, you know, a couple guys that we'll get into. But for Trevor Williams, I mean, the home runs have been there 15 and, and 16 starts. He's walking guys. So, yeah, I, I'd say we continue to pick on him. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Okay, so let's move on to the next one here. You got Glenn Sparkman against Eduardo Rodriguez. I like Rodriguez as well. And at 9K as a standalone pitcher, I think think there's opportunity for him tonight now the problem is on dk at 10 that's where it gets a little bit tricky and where you know it's i think putting him and packs together is is no dice for me so you're gonna have to basically then pick i can't believe i'm gonna say this but this is a jason vargas night jason vargas is at 8k you put him with paxton or you put him with eduardo rodriguez i think that's the way you roll on dk tonight in order to get the offense you need in this evening slate what do you feel about that yeah i I don't mind it because it's weird. Normally, I wouldn't because Arizona does like they they hit lefties really well, especially Marte and Escobar. Those are the two guys. But if he can get through those two, I mean, he'll be fine because he's been good all year. He's been decent. It's much like Anibal Sanchez. I mean, that's the same sort of feel here. You go six or seven, maybe get a W uh, and a few Ks and, you know, we'll we'll move on. But Zach Allen, I thought originally that I would maybe take a shot on him, but not at his price on DraftKings. I mean, it's crazy. He's he's nine two, so I don't want to spend that on him. I mean, he's more expensive than Paxson and Lucchese, and I'd rather just go that way. Um, so I, I don't mind it. I, I honestly, I'll have some shares of Marte and Escobar, but I don't mind that call, Vargas. I mean, you have to go somewhere on DK. You have to pick two guys. Well, where would you go <laughs> on DK? Where would you go? Where would you? What's your best duo, <laughs> regardless of regardless of format? If it's GPP or twenty, it's probably I mean, that. It's probably I mean, that, Joe. It, it probably is, right? I mean, yeah, because I don't want to do that. You play in both. You, I don't think yeah. there's like a tournament and a cash game lineup in the evening. It's it's your best yeah. lineup, and you throw it in both tonight because of the Absolutely. way it's structured and who's Agreed. on the board. You agreed. You can get a little bit weird with your DraftKings lineups and FanDuel lineups in cash when there's a small slate like this. Yeah, you know, you're going to have to. You're going to have to get a little bit different. So it, you're, you're right. When you go Paxson and, and Rodriguez, it's you're just strapped. There's really nothing else that you can do. I mean, the cheap offenses are Kansas City and Baltimore, and you're not going to go that way because you're rolling out those pitchers. So, uh, yeah, Vargas, Paxton, 
Pomeranz just won't go deep enough. He just won't go deep enough. No, he hasn't started no. in a long time. So it's no, either it's, you get super, super strange and you go mean. And Gallon's 9-2 on DK. Like, that's what get, I mean. He's too much. Crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Way too expensive. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into it at all. So look, it's a, it's a very wacky slate tonight. We hope we are taking you through it. Obviously, in terms of offense this evening, it's the Yankees and the Red Sox. And the only way you can play with the Yankees and the Red Sox is if you're you're very careful and play on FanDuel and go of... Lucchese and then rock those offenses. That's the way to there go. you go. There you go. You just did it. You just did it. Yeah. You go Lucchese and you rock the offenses and that's how you do it. And I'm staying alone on FanDuel tonight. I think, yeah. I think yeah. that makes a lot of sense. The DK one, you're a little locked in because the problem is then again, if you want to dance with either of the big offenses on DK, you've yeah. got to get somebody like Vargas in that lineup. Yeah. You know, biggest you value to. on the board today, Joe, for, for line stars, Lucchese. And and then Vargas is Vargas is in there as well uh, as a guy who's got some value. So well, Lucchese is going to strike out more gays. Like he's he's the right guy. Lucchese is definitely yeah. the right guy uh, on the slates. So I'm yeah. fine with that. So it, it it makes a lot of sense to do that. And then on FanDuel standalone, there getting Lucchese in there is, makes a ton of sense today too. So what do you like from the betting lines tonight? Because now we're today all day and night, whatever it is, because there's a lot to decipher. There is. So we'll start up at the top. We'll we'll continue to ride the Mets. They're hot, guys. They're hot. Mets by two. Steven Mats on the hill. I like the over in the White Sox in the Detroit game. I love the over in Atlanta and Minnesota. You know, both these teams absolutely crush lefties. You mentioned it with Garber. You mentioned it with Cruz. On the other side, Albies, Acuna, Donaldson. These guys just crush lefties. We had a ton of runs yesterday with good pitching with good pitchers on the hill. So I like the over there. And it's and it's climbing. It started at ten. It's now eleven. So get on it now if you can. That Jays team implied total I like as well. Um, Texas and Cleveland, I, I think we'll get the under there. St. Louis and the Dodgers, I like the under there, much like yesterday. Only a couple runs scored. May and Flaherty on the hill like the under. I think Arizona could actually get to their team implied total if it is four and a half. I know that's a little risky because we've been talking Vargas. And then runs, of course, in Baltimore, the Yankees, Boston, and Kansas City. I think that we get to the overs there for sure. And then I'll take a shot with San Diego on the road and Washington on the road. They've been good to us so far this week. All right, it's time to call our shot. And Chris Meany, you've been on fire last three days. So I'm going to pass off to you. I got to catch up to you now. See, now the worm has turned. But at least you're always getting at least one, if not two, home run calls on this show, which is still absurd. It's absurd. Find me another show that's been as consistent. And we'll email Dan, and we'll get the exact number of what we're up to in the last, like, 60 days or whatever. Because I know he had the tracker. I know he was doing it. We were crushing yeah, he's all it. Over so, it. Yeah. Meanie, I'm just going to stand out of your way because the, you're on fire and I don't want to get burned, but everybody yeah. else out there needs the heat. So go give it to him. All right. You say Kikuchi. I say home run. <laughs> Manny Machado. Let's go all with Machado. Right. I, I was in on him yesterday and, you know, he was a bit of a, a letdown. You mentioned a couple guys there who hit lefties. Just. You know, quickly, they actually have quite a few who have had some success against left-handed pitching so far this year. Just quickly roll through it. Manny Machado is flirting with a 400 average. A 424 Woba is the best mark in baseball against lefties. A 232 WRC plus, a 55 hired hit percentage, and 10 bombs. Tatis, Renfro, Margo all check out pretty good, too. So I think the Padres is a pretty solid stack today. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to go with the day game one, which is Nelson mm. Cruz, but I know yeah, Cruz this is a good call. Yeah, Cruz is my day game call, okay? So I know this isn't going to make it out into the thing because the thing gets cut up later on. But now I need to get one in the evening. So for me in the evening, I'm going to go with uh, Raphael Devers, who's been absolute just money lately against Glenn Sparkman. He's at home. Devers, going yard tonight. So lock it up. He's 4-4 
on the FanDuel side. He's 5'6 on DK, so you got to make some concessions if you're going to get him in the lineup. But I think tonight he pays off regardless of the high price. So that'll do it for us here today. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at LineStar app, at JoePizzaPS17, at Chris Meany. Make sure you go get your fantasy football black book 2019, number one in fantasy sports on Amazon for the last six weeks. What are you doing? Yes. Go see how relative position value will change the way you play fantasy forever, not just season long, but DFS as well. And of course, stay tuned. The pre-snap is going to premiere back again this week. Uh, Chris and I are going to be recording the first ones over the weekend here. So it's coming, baby. Football's right around the corner. And we'll be back again for more baseball later on in the week. So there's nothing left for us to do except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.